guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast, and I'm excited to be back on here with you guys. I should be coming on every week moving forward. We're back in, you know, basically school starting and back in regular routines and stuff coming out of summer. So I'm excited to hop back on here, but I really do want to jump into this, and I want to talk quickly about um, the previous podcast. If you did not hear it, I want you to go back and listen to it, and I went over basically eight steps to start your health and fitness journey. And that can be good for everybody because it can even be a good for a reminder for people that are already kind of moving and walking in these things. um, Because sometimes there can be certain steps or areas that we might be falling short on and we need that little nudge and that reminder. And then if you have people in your life that desire to improve in this area of their life, which is probably a lot of people, I want you to send and share that podcast with them to get them encouraged to get this going because now I'm basically going to piggyback off of that one and what I'm going to talk about today I did a post on this um I think it was like a week ago and today what I'm going to give you are eight steps which are daily habits basically to change your life eight daily habits that would change your life and I want you to pay close attention to this today I'll get through this pretty quickly at least I'll try to I always say that I'll try to um and then you can go back to uh, work of art fitness Instagram account to my page and you can also see this as a post um, and I'm sorry if you heard that that's my dog she's in here all in my business that's Georgia um, so make sure you check that out but I want to dive right into this today I want this to bless you I want you to grab a hold of this today you guys please grab this and run with it because my desire is to see everybody win I want to see everybody win I don't want to see you know we're not just meant just to live just to be just to be bare minimum, you know, just to be barely getting by. I want to see people win and you can do that. And it's just a matter of grabbing these simple things and implementing them every single day. Repetition gets results. That's something you may have heard. We, you know, you hear that in the gym, but that, that really, that goes for every area of life, you guys, every area of life. And I want you to keep that in mind today as we go through this. All right. So eight daily habits to change your life. And I wouldn't say they're in any particular order, but I do like that this is how I had this listed first is choose joy. Choose joy. Y'all, I can't say that enough. Choose joy. And you know why it's choose joy? Because it is a choice. Do you know how many days you can wake up and you don't feel joy? I mean, maybe some of you do. And there's some days that I do, but there's also a lot of days that I don't. Like life's happening, stuff's happening, there's big responsibilities, there's things that need to be taken care of. And if any moment that we have our take our eyes off of Jesus, that's when we'll feel overwhelmed. And then you you begin to fall into like all the things that are happening around you. And it's not there. So choose joy. What does the Bible say? It says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. We have strength in that. You know, and one of the things I love about having joy, I think it's just another way to, to stomp the devil in the head, which is something I, I truly desire to do on a daily basis. That's something that excites me. You know, I think, okay, if I do this, that's like, you know, one, two punch to the face, to the devil. That's great. Oh, awesome. He's under my feet. This, this gets him too. I can get him with this, you know, anything to get him to back the heck up off of you because you have authority over that. We have power over the devil and I'm already getting off track. So I'm gonna try my best to stay focused. Um, so choosing joy, the minute your feet hit the floor, you, you say, and I do this every day, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And you'll find that as you choose joy, I would say you fall right into thankfulness. That's a powerful way to start your day and to live your life and to really bring great things to your life. So choosing joy every day through the hard stuff, 
through, through all circumstances because truly that's where we draw strength from. And it's the strength that's going to get us through the other areas of life, right? Can you say amen? And, and to enjoy life. Life is meant to be enjoyed, you guys. You know, and I realized, gosh, I could get off on so many things here. I realized how easy it is to fall out of that depending upon who you surround yourself with. I'm telling you. And I'm not, I, I could do a whole little side thing on that. I'll leave that alone and save that for another time. But be mindful of who you have in and around you. But inevitably, wake up every day, choose joy, write that down if you need to, put a scripture up, hang it up on your mirror in your bathroom or whatever, and, and just elaborate on the fact that the joy of the Lord is your strength through all things every day, all right? That's number one. Number two, one of my favorites, it's one of my favorites because I have to be reminded of this very often, you guys, so it ain't like it's easy, but be patient, be patient. I like Hebrews six twelve. through faith and patience. I will inherit the promises of God. This hit me like right between the eyeballs the other day when I heard this. I heard this scripture that I've read. See, it's about to hit me right now. This is so crazy. This is why I love the word of God, y'all. It's 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 new every time. It's so refreshing. It's, it's everything. But I've read this so many times and I read this the other day and what it really meant hit me so hard and so deep. And I just keep going back to it. When I read it, it does it all over again to realize it was just like a, 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 a light bulb or something went off through faith and patience. I will inherit the promises of God. Like it's a done deal, like through faith and through and through patience. Think about that. Think about that. Be patient. Listen, you guys. And, and I'm talking to myself here because we, we walk, we all walk through different things and in different circumstances and situations. Like it's in those times that we want to rush through and we want to be in a hurry, whether it's in things just in day to day life. And I see this with clients and the, the physical aspect of exercise and wanting to get results and wanting to change our body and working through hard stuff in that area. It applies either way, but we want it fast. We want it now. I, I just, when is it going to get here? I want to feel the results. I want to see that thing come to pass in my life. I want this. But you guys, if you're so focused on that, you're missing all the important things that the Lord's trying to show you in the process that's going to help you when you get to that thing you're desiring to see. Come on now. It, it, it's through through faith and patience, right? That we gain that endurance, that we gain that stamina, th these powerful, important things that we're going to have to have to when we get to the other thing, to the next thing in life, that thing we're believing God for. Be patient. Be patient. We're able to be patient as we hold on to, to the Lord. And seek him and, and, and really get into his word. But what, how encouraging is that through faith and patience, I will inherit the promises of God. And you're like, what are the promises of God? Read that word. Cause it, there's a lot in there. There's a lot of amazing promises the Lord has. And then for those of you may, who may specifically have, or have a specific word from the Lord, think about that. There's a reward for that, you guys. Think about, can any of you think of a time that you got off track and you didn't want to wait on something and you got tired in your flesh? I'm tired of this. I ain't doing this no more. I don't care. I can't take it. You get a little attitude. I've done it before. You get an attitude. And then you want to go put, take it into your own hands. Well, guess what? You just delayed everything even more. You just made it harder. Don't do it. I've done it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. I'm telling you it's not worth it. There is so many amazing things 
that that happen in that that middle part, you guys, that you'll look back on, and and you don't have to always look on back on something and notice it. Then you, there, it is possible to enjoy things in the process. And the Lord has been showing me that more and more and more. And I want you to grab that. It does not have to be miserable. It does not have to be sad. It does not have to be. It's, it's super hard when you keep your eyes on Jesus and you say, you know what? I'm going to choose joy through this. I'm choosing joy and I'm going to be patient. And there's so much to be learned when you're in, when you have patience, you can learn so much. And that alone puts you ahead of the game and can put you ahead of a lot of other people. Um, Because I always talk about we, you know, everything is about to me what I talk about the race of faith. We're running a race every single day. Let's run to win. Let's not just be running. Run to win. And so how do you win? How do you get ahead of the game? As you're patient, you're learning. You're learning and growing. Think about having a workout plan. And there's a whole process in between where you're starting to hitting some big goals. I tell people, we have to set goals. You need to know where you're headed. But leave all that in, leave all that up to me. I'm putting a plan together for you. I need you to just show up every day. And that's basically what the Lord is saying to you. Hear me on this, you guys. That's what the Lord's saying. Hey, we've talked. I put those desires in you. You've put me first. You're seeking me. Now trust me and just show up every day and do what I need you to do. That's what the Lord's asking. So in that, you're to be patient. Y'all, that's a whole thing I could go off on. This is harder than I thought it would be. I thought I could get through this fast, but what was I thinking? All right, number three. And by the way, I don't know if I kept saying eight steps because y'all, it's, I'm pretty sure it's seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm gonna give you seven steps. If I come up with eight, I'll give you an eighth, but... I think I kept saying, if I did say eight, I'm not sure it's from last week's teaching, but I have seven here. All right, number three, put in the work when you don't feel like it. If you listen to me at all, that's my whole thing. I talk about this all the time. That's called discipline. All right, that's called discipline. Put in the work when you don't feel like it. Of course, that'll change your life because most people go by their what? Their feelings. So uh, maybe there is an order to this. I just didn't realize it. Because think about it. Number one, choose joy. We've already, you wake up, boom, you've made that decision. I'm choosing joy today. So we've, we've handled that. You already said, you know what? I'm choosing joy. I'm going to be patient too. I'm going to be patient. And now you're saying, I'm going to get up today and do what I don't feel like doing. That's powerful. I mean, seriously, think about the three things I just gave you. That alone has transformed your entire day before you step foot out your house. Think about that. Think about if you just apply that every single day. To, to wherever you are, whatever you're doing in life. Come on now. Come on. That alone sets you apart. Do you know the majority of people just do everything based off how they feel? You know how many times I hear people say, I don't feel like it. I didn't feel like it. Y'all, if I didn't do what I didn't feel like doing or did everything I felt like doing, that would be disastrous. Okay, that would be a problem. What if you just feel like smacking somebody one day? I hope you're not going by how you feel. Or what if you're a mom responsible for your home and children and you don't feel like getting out of bed one day? I hope you don't stay in the bed all day. You see what I'm saying? Like, think about this. So make the decision. I'm getting up today. I'm going to do what it is I need to do. And how I help people in the whole the whole thing with exercise is this. I'm like, you guys, it's all about just pushing through and doing what you don't feel like doing every single day. And you, there is a, you're not, and there are going to be days you don't want to, but really eventually you get to a place that you actually look forward to it and you enjoy it. And then I teach more on how to fit things in a busy schedule. That's a different thing. Um, because then you have to get into some of that. So in every area of your life, you don't feel like reading the Bible. I don't care. Read it, open it, be disciplined, 
all right? And you get in that thing and you spend time with the Lord. And as you discipline yourself, which is doing what you don't feel like doing, you will reap great, great, great benefits and rewards from that. Come on. All right. My next favorite. Gosh, these are so good. Um, it's so funny I'm saying that because I put this together. Isn't that funny? I say that about workouts to clients. I'm like, gosh, this is so good. And they look at me like, really, Erica? Really? Because I put it together, which I think is really funny. All right. Only speak life. I didn't just say speak life. I didn't say confess. I didn't say confessions. I said only, only, only. Write that down and highlight it a million times. And I'm talking to me too, you guys. That's why I'm going on like this. Only speak life. Don't you let doubt come out of your mouth. Don't give it any time. Don't give it, give it any energy. The more I've prayed about this and asked the Lord to help me with this, I almost get mad that the Holy Spirit checks me so quick when I do it because my flesh wants so badly to complain. My flesh wants to talk about what somebody said to me, what somebody did to me, what's not going right in my life, how that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. My flesh feels like it just has to talk about it. It does. It's the craziest thing. That's why you got to take control of the flesh, man. It's crazy. And so... I, it's like we just want to I just got to say it like what's it going to do to say it it's going to give life to an area you don't need to give life to so confess the word only confess the word of God confess his promises confess what you want to see we already know what's wrong we already know or you already know what areas need to change in your life and what things need to get better you already know that so why not speak life at least when you speak life, you're creating something different. Your, your, your mouth creates, words create, and the word of God is powerful. The Lord gave us that. So why not speak it? And you can start by just writing the things down you want to see. And even if there are things that are really bothering you or really difficult, write them down and then look at them and go back and say, nah, I'm speaking life to that. The word says this to that situation over there. The word says that, ah, oh, no, I know that's the devil right there saying that. So I'm saying this. And when you learn to live like that in every single area, I'm telling you, it's a game changer. Even when you begin to feel symptoms in your body, even if the doctor gives you whatever report, we have that, that's down, cool, cool. All right, here we go. But the word of God says, but God said, you understand? And it's, and you can discipline yourself like that. That again, that becomes natural. That becomes what just rolls out, out of your mouth. Without you even thinking about it. No different than I could have the craziest busy schedule in a day and I just get the workout done because that's just part of my lifestyle is what I do. It's going to happen. You can live like this, you guys. You can live like this and you live like this by every single day being disciplined in the day that you just take it one day at a time. Don't get all crazy and be all super specific with everything. It's not even necessary. It's a matter of getting up every day and saying, okay, today, this is what I got to do today feet hit the floor um and you talk to the lord first thing this is the day the lord has made i will rejoice and i'll be glad in it you you move along go about your day if you need to read the scripture about being patient and you can say it through faith and patience i will inherit the promises of god hallelujah right that was number two and then number three put in the work when you don't feel like doing it you're you're like hey i'm gonna do what i don't feel like doing today praise god and he's gonna help me hallelujah and then only speak in life. Well, guess what? You were kind of already doing all that. So speak life into the situation. Speak life specifically to things you're believing the God for, believing God for, and then into different areas of your life. All right, the next one. What was that? One, two, three, four, five. Read your Bible, pray, and exercise. Now, there's a reason why I group all that into one thing. Because I personally, I approach life that way. I believe 
the, those three things are that important on the same level that they go together. And there's some people that make things that's crazy and that's cool, but that's what the Lord has shown me, right? And so huh, reading your Bible every day, you guys, that, that just, that sets the tone for everything. And I, I, like I just said to you in the beginning of this podcast, when I read Hebrews 6, 12, or when I heard re- Hebrews 6, 12 the other day and then wrote it down, it hit me like it's, I, mean, I can't even explain it to you. And I've read it a million times or hundreds of times. I mean, and it hit me differently. I'm telling you, read your Bible. And not only are you getting the word in you for yourself, but you don't know who you're going to encounter that day that might need something that you got in you. And it's a word. It could be the very, I find that interacting with clients and helping people every single day. There's something that somebody else may need. And I got it out of the word this morning or whenever you read to get in your word, you got it and you have it for them. Think outside of yourself. Stop thinking so small about just you. God wants to use you to reach people, to, 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 to do great things. Stop looking at yourself like you're small. Like you, you stop thinking so small. It's not about you. God blesses you tremendously along the way. But think outside of you. Think outside of you. And even it could be for your children or whatever that day. But And then what I find happens a lot is if I had a difficult time or stuff's happening and then I'm talking to someone else or encouraging someone else, I got so much in me, I didn't even know was in there. And that's encouraging. And it's from getting in that word and getting it in you because it will come out of you. What you put in you will come out and you gotta be mindful of what you are putting in you. And then I said, pray. You spending time in prayer, talk to the Lord. Something I learned to do, I think it's done it for so long. I don't even know when I started doing this. I talk to the Lord all day. I pray all the time. You can ask my daughter in the car or sometimes about what'd you say, mom? I'm like, baby, I'm praying. You know, I'll pray with her in the car. We pray at home. I set aside time to pray. I walk around praying in the Holy Ghost. There's certain times I'll just feel led to stop everything I'm doing and pray. I like to pace and pray and walk around. I'll do all that. But you need to make time to pray. You need to set aside that at time and don't make it some weird religious thing. Don't do that. I was talking to my mom about this this morning on the phone when I was walking. I was like, you know, we got to understand, and I'm kind of, I'll touch on this really quickly because this would probably need to be a whole other teaching, but I was talking about weak prayers, and I want to be careful by saying this because I don't want to deter you from praying because you're like, well, I don't know if I'm praying right or not. No, just, just pray. Talk to the Lord, okay? But what I want to remind you of is as a believer, you carry an authority. We have power, and what changes your prayer life is knowing what you carry. How do you know what you carry? By reading your Bible. So that's how those things go together. Don't just read it. I think I gave her an example. I think I read like Acts 1-8 and I read it so like nonchalant casually. And I said, this is the problem with people. They just read like that. and don't even think about what they're reading. And then when you understand what that means and you go back and read Acts 1-8 again, that's like a crazy game changer. It's like bombs explode. I mean, we're talking about power, right? And so think about reading something casually and then really reading it to understand and to get that down in you. You will walk different. You will talk different. You will approach life differently when you know who you are and what you carry. It's a, it's the authority, a believer's authority. There's a book you need to, there's a book called that. That's amazing. The believer's authority. Knowing what you carry is a game changer. Okay. But again, that's a whole other whole other teaching and then exercise so putting those things together so reading your bible praying exercising exercising every single day it can be if you get up and go what i start people out with i tell every single person hear me on this two days a week give yourself at least 15 20 minutes of exercise that could be body weight exercise or strength training whatever and then three to four days a week 
walking or doing cardio, anything like that, that you enjoy. That's where I tell people to start out if you're currently doing nothing. Now, those numbers will look a little bit different. Um, if you have been doing it, I would say three strength training days a week and then three to four days of cardio or walking. And then those numbers can change from there. But again, you don't have to give more than 15, between 15, 30 minutes for this stuff. Um, and there's people I have just because of their daily schedules, life and what have you. I teach them how to knock stuff out in 10 minutes, but the reality is you're finding a way to get it done. And the Lord, I believe, and I've seen, he will help you more and more with that as you commit to that and work toward it. I mean, I've seen it too many times. The next thing where we at one, two, three, four, five, six is winning souls. Now I realized that I fell back on this a little bit. And I realized that after listening to Pastor Rodney preach one day, when he asked everybody, what, what level are you at? And if you're not at a 10, you know, he didn't say it like this, but it's like, I feel like, man, if you ain't at a 10, you need to check yourself. And I, I feel like the majority of a church should stand up for that because it's really like, you know, how many can say we're constantly at a 10 on fire, reaching people for Jesus. Now, some people might be listening to this and you are, and that's incredible. You know, that's incredible, but that needs to be the goal. Pastor Ryan said this so well last night when he was preaching, it was so good. You know, if you ever feel a little off or a little weird, or just things don't seem to be like going right what like what's happening are you just receiving and did you stop giving out did you stop giving out uh, you know so in other words receiving as we read the bible learn the word hear the stuff and then as we encounter people leading people to the lord stopping what we're doing and leading people to jesus and what i realized and and i had to get a check with me on this is how foolish of me when people approach me day to day and i don't tell them about jesus what i mean by that is I was getting gas one day and this young guy came up to me asking for their raising money for something. And it hit me so hard. It's like, Erica, stop everything you're doing. Tell him, yes, I'm going to do that. But let me pray with you first. He came to me. So what I mean by like when people are, or people are coming and knocking at your door and like before when I went and opened the door, I'm like, Erica, that's a so like, that's the easy, they're coming to you. Tell them, yeah, I, I want to hear what you got going on, but can I, can I ask you a question real quick? And boom, you start praying with them. And there's, and, and when you raise your children up and stuff like this and, and be so thankful for that, cause my daughter will check me too in a respectful way and say, mom, you need to pray with this person. You need to pray with that person. And so we got to stay on that. You guys, that's a game changer is winning souls. That's the whole point of being a Christian. It goes against our religion not to right? Come on now. I mean, we're to lead people to Jesus and then don't overthink it. I, I, I heard this a lot in the beginning. Um, when people I knew, knew I was in Bible school and soul winning and stuff like that, but people will question, how do you know people are saved and all this stuff? I'm like, who do you think you are? Like we are to go out and share Christ as Christians. That's planting a seed. I'm not, I'm not God. You, you want to play Holy Spirit? And, and see, do you, if you trust the Lord and the Holy Spirit, you know, something's going to happen there. What if you prayed with somebody or what if you told somebody about the Lord that day? Right. And they were a total jerk to you. But guess what? Because you planted something, they haven't been able to sleep at night. The Lord's dealing with them. They're tossing and turning and the Lord is speaking to them. And suddenly that, that, that encounter that, that, or that meeting, that time they had with you changes their entire life because they then have an encounter with God. They, why don't you think of that? Everybody's got to think so negative about stuff. Like get out of that. Just trust the Lord. Just do your part. Just do that. I hate the term, do you, but when it comes to this stuff, do you in that, like do that <laughs> because I'm telling you, that's where it's at. That's all the Lord needs us to do. You guys, it all comes down to being simple. It's simple. It is simple. The Lord didn't complicate anything. Exercise isn't complicated. Reading the Bible's not complicated. Praying's not complicated. You know, his word's not complicated. 
And if somebody ever tells you it is, I wouldn't be under that teaching. If somebody ever stands in front of you and they're like, yeah, I read this, but that was confusing. I, I wouldn't listen to them. Just a little heads up. I'd be like, what? No. No, it's right there, you guys, for us. And it's, and it's just doing what the word says to do. He who wins souls is what? Wise. Win souls. Share Christ with people. Don't get discouraged, okay? And I still have moments where I have to push past. Again, it's a lot of pushing past the flesh. I get nervous. You, you worry about what somebody's going to say, this, that, and the other. Those things still come. No doubt those things still come. But push past that. Again, know what you carry. And the more you stay in your word and you read and you pray, what I've witnessed is that that helps you in all those areas because you you then have a boldness. You then have the word in you. You know what the word of God says. You know what you're working with. You know what you carry and therefore that changes all of those things. Amen. All right. I finally made it to the last one. And this is one of my absolute favorites because I am so big on discipline. I'm going to close with this, you guys. I'll try my best not to take forever. My absolute favorite thing to talk about. You ready? Never compromise. Never compromise. That's how I would set, set off, um, kind of close all this out. And that's what sets all this off. 100% as far as the daily habits to change your life. At the end of the day, you can never, ever compromise. And you need to get that down and you write it down. Write it down. Say, I refuse to compromise. I refuse to give in. I refuse to quit. I refuse to fall back on the word of God. Speak those things every single day. I like what Pastor Ryan said last night. I refuse to be offended. I needed to hear that because there were some different things that have happened and then it was stressing me out so bad it could ruin a whole day. And I'm like, oh my God, I called an offense. What the heck? There's no, that's such a waste of time. It's the bait of Satan. There's a book by John Bevere called the bait of Satan. It's excellent. Go read it. I need to pull it out and read it again. Okay. The bait of, that's all it is. And the devil can use offense to take you out and it can kind of creep in y'all. It can creep in when you think you're good and everything's good. It can creep in. All right. So never, I don't know how I got off on that, but anyways, never compromise. Don't give in. This goes back. Go back to the beginning of that list here as I close. Okay. Be patient. Be patient. Do not grow weary in well-doing because in due season you shall what? You shall reap if you faint not. There's so many times. There's so many times I felt like, God, I'm growing weary. Like, I don't know how much longer I can push in this area or I can go in that area. And in my, in my, in my mind, in my thinking, like, as I would talk out loud to the Lord, I would want to say, and maybe at times I've said, Lord, I'm tired. And before I could even get tired out, before I could even get that whole word out of my mouth, what so quickly jumped up in my spirit was do not grow weary. And what I would say is, no, Lord, I will not grow weary in well-doing because in due season, I will reap if I faint not. And then, and then the next thing I know, all these other scriptures are coming out of me as I talk to the Lord. And what does that come from you guys? The daily habits I'm telling you that'll change your life. That comes from me doing what? Reading my Bible, speaking live, praying. You see how all those things work together. I didn't give you or tell you anything that was complicated today. Nothing I told you was complicated. You take these things I told you and you write them down. You read them every single day and each day you just apply them to your life. Don't overthink it. Don't make it complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. God didn't make things that way. Just like exercise is not complicated. And I'll give you a quick analogy there to finish here. So when I say never compromise, don't look for an easy way out in life or in exercise. 
I, I can't tell you how many people I, I get started with that are coming to me because they've tried everything else and it never worked. They were the people that tried 15 different things. And because you tried 15 different things that were supposed to do all these amazing things in 30 days, they didn't. And now you're like, okay, what do I need to do? I'm like, you need to do this and be patient and trust me, trust the process and do what I tell you to do every single day. And it's going to take a while, but just trust me. And you know what? I feel like that's what the Lord's saying to a lot of people, even to me, you know, and it doesn't always have to take forever. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about in life because fitness stuff, it, it does take time. That's another, another teaching for another day. That does take time. Um, but the, I feel like that's what the Lord's saying to us. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just hold my hand. I got you. I got you. That's what I say to my clients. I'm like, for the, and for the people that do actually trust me and, and say, you know what? I'm going to trust you and I'm, I'm going to do this. And those people that grab hold of my hand and what I have for them, they flourish. They flourish. They might get an attitude along the way. I aggravate them a little bit along the way. They might not talk to me here and there along the way, but they don't completely give up. They don't completely leave. They don't completely go anywhere and they'll come back and they'll let out their frustrations and then they'll be happy with me and then they talk to me. And then along the way, they're getting results. Like, wait a second, things things are changing. Wait a second, I feel better. Oh my gosh, this happened, that happened. And then six months, 12 months down the road, they look back, wow, I'm a, I'm a whole new person. You guys, that's what it is as we walk with the Lord. That's what it's like when we walk with him. And that that's what I want you to see today. It's never worth compromising. Don't you dare fall back into the things that you used to do and, and, and allow things to pull you away from the Lord. And if you're listening to this and you have done that, don't you dare think, well, forget it. Forget it. I did that. I fell back. I, I, I shouldn't have done that. Forget it. I guess I'm too. No, you come back to the Lord and you refuse to compromise again. Amen. You refuse to do it. You say, no, I'm not going to do that again. Devil, you came in. I gave in that time. I'm not going to do it again because you asked the Lord to forgive you. You repent. You repent of your sin and you turn from it. And then at that point, depending upon what you've fallen into, you got to check some things in your life. Where did you let something in? What's going on? Are you, are you in a good church? Do you have accountability in your life? What kind of friends do you have? What kind of places are you going to? You can kind of check all those areas. And if you, and that might sound like a lot I just said, but it's really not. You clean those things up in your life and it makes it way easier, you guys. I promise you. I promise you. It makes it so much easier to stay on track and to not fall off into sin when you kind of check those boxes of the things I just mentioned. All right. And I, I really would love to get into this a little bit more. I, I, I've just, I love this whole thing. Um, I love talking about this stuff, but it's 30 minutes. And if, if you're still listening, God bless you. I, I thank you because I love doing this. And if you're listening to me, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I pray this has blessed you. Share this with other people. You guys share this. It is, it's the basic things. It's the simple things that God uses to completely change and transform our lives. And I pray today, Father, that this, this podcast impacts people to turn things around, to turn to you, to put you first, Lord, and that they grab a hold of you. And then they then can grab that assignment from you and take off and do great and mighty things and have major impact on this earth before you return in Jesus name. And I thank you for that. I thank you for that, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I want to read this really quick before I hop off here. This was what I wrote under the post, the list I had of the points I just taught on today, and then I'll hop off here. Consistency is your most powerful tool. Choosing a good attitude while waiting is possible when staying full of the word. 
What you do daily determines the outcome of your life. Don't forget that, you guys. What you do daily determines the outcome of your life. If you don't like where you are spiritually, physically, or personally, take inventory. Use the weapon of your words to work for you and follow it with action. Do you know the best way to be set apart is to never compromise. These daily habits will completely transform your life. Take a one day at a time approach. Always keep God first and never quit. Compare a day of no word and no exercise to a day with both and you will feel like a different person. The second key that will set you apart, consistently doing what you don't feel like doing. Master this and get ready to live a fulfilled life walking in your purpose. And I'll say this to close, your words followed by action will determine your life. Come on, you guys, let's go. I want to see you win. You got this. You can have a great life. You have the power of that in your hands and even in your mouth. All right, so apply this stuff today, guys. I love you all, and I'll be back on here next week.